In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I want to be honest with you guys, I'm not a big fan of storytelling, um, but I got to tell you this. Last night as I was sitting in, in, in front of the diocese that made out of glass doors, I was enjoying the little light that we've been receiving in the last few days. I said a little light is better than nothing. While I'm sitting there, I kept noticing, and I knew this, but I kept noticing that we have this plant that somebody gave me four months ago. I'm not a plant person. And I don't know if this is supposed to do this or not, but there's something very profound about it. It keeps blooming. It keeps throwing out flowers. And a matter of fact, right now there are three flowers, two withering, and there's seven new ones that are getting ready to bud. I keep looking at it and I'm going, this isn't normal. In the middle of winter, or at least, not supposed to be winter right now, in the middle of winter, but it's still flowering. It's blooming. Now why is this important? What does this got to do with today's gospel? Well, this has kept coming to me, and this is why I'm throwing it at you. You know, we've been for the last, and this is the sixth week of Lent. There's been a movement for our faith to bloom, for our faith to reach its status where it will bloom in summer, in winter, in fall, and in spring. If you've been paying attention to the Gospels, Sunday, 1, Jesus says to the devil, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Okay, what is he saying then? First Sunday, the church fathers are saying, look, it's not just bread and wine, it's not just food. There's something deeper in life. Ah, oh, there's prayer. Second Sunday, Jesus says, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So it's not just praying because anybody can say words. So now Jesus on Second Sunday says, I don't know you. He's getting to know Jesus. Becoming one of his followers, becoming one of his people. Third Sunday, you got the mother of James and John saying, Hey, I know you got your kingdom and it's almost ready. Put one guy on your right and one guy on your left. Oh boy, then we can easily fall into this temptation. Well, I am a, oh, I'll talk about my, I'm a bishop. So I'm better than all of you, or I have a more important role. And we have all roles. It's not necessarily one more important, except the specific things we need to really look at, you know, importance of roles without arrogance, but in service. This begins to develop. There's something going on. What is God trying to tell us and bring out of us? He's trying to get us to bloom. But these things need to, take care, to be taken care of. And then you hear last Sunday. Last Sunday, God says, Jesus says, For those who receive the Spirit, living waters will flow out of them. This is the lives of the saints, and these are the lives of, that we're all called to be, to share, to give, to overflow, to make a difference in this world. And this becomes extremely important. You know, it's no fluke that on the 40th anniversary of our diocese, we get a month dedicated for us. So two days ago, Governor Gretchen proclaimed this month to be Chaldean month. She wasn't the first to really announce us. All of a sudden, we're on stage. Two years ago, President 
Trump calls us, tells tax mentions us by name twice, and then vice, uh, former vice president who was running for president, Joe Biden, also begins to name us as well. Now, are there political overtones? Sure. Ask yourselves this question, though. Why? Is it because we're that money? Sure. Yes, we're grown. But think of this. What did our Chaldean fathers, who, mothers who came here, who preceded us, or are still with us, what ethics did they have? Number one, hard workers. Number two, they were honest. And they did an honest hard work. I can't say all of them, but for the most part. Number three, they loved freedom and they loved this country. But most importantly, they didn't want to go anywhere without having a church. And they demanded a church. And they worked hard for a church. And when they finally got a church, they worked hard for the church. I'm going to ask you this question. Can you imagine if they didn't? If we didn't have a Chaldean church in America? I know many of you would probably be going to a Latin Rite church, and you should. But would all of us be in church? Would all of us have the faith? Would all of us be bloomed to have this grow and build? Well, the answer to me, in my mind, is I don't think so. But this is what becomes important. This is the blooming of our faith. First reading, first paragraph. Everything that God promised you fulfilled. What has God promised you? What has God spoken to you? What has God given you? And how much have we now looked at God's promises and what he's done for all of us? God is faithful. That's what he says. God is faithful. And he's been faithful to all of us. That's why Jesus in today's gospel, that's why the Father loves me. Because I'm faithful to death. Because I lay my life down for my sheep. Especially those who hear my voice. Because there's too many voices in this world. And this is the blooming of our faith. This is the blooming of this period, but it's not limited to this period. Because, you know, the temptation that I have, and lead me not into temptation, is how is your fasting going and you only got two more weeks, just... You're almost done, you're almost there at the finish line. No. This is a development, this is a growth, this is a building. Because there's too many voices. See, the voice of this world says, submit to us blindly. The voice of Jesus says, follow me, and you become shepherds. You're not just sheep. You become leaders. This is what's caused us to grow and to build. Again, that's not to say we don't have our struggles, but what makes us true and good Chaldeans is Jesus Christ. It's our faith. It's our family. This is, this is what flows from it. We're pro-life. We're strong in our faith. Unfortunately, things are changing. That's normal, unfortunately. But we're very much pro-family. We're very much pro-living the way we should be living and not just following blindly. Though things have begun to change and some people are chasing a quick buck. But we've begun to lose a lot of 
these great ethics that our parents and grandparents brought into this country. And that and we, amongst other immigrants, who made this country great because it was faith that was the center, not me. And that's the gospel beginning to switch. It's no longer looking at, okay, what do I need to do? It's no longer looking at myself and now, and our last week, because next week we're going to start that holy week. Focus isn't no, is no longer on me. It's on the faithfulness of Jesus. What he's willing to do for me, and me willing to follow in his steps, in good times, in bad times, in summer, in winter, in the middle of snow, that flower will bloom. That's the flower of our faith. And that's who we are. See, being Chaldean doesn't make you a good, faithful person. Being a good, faithful person, believing and loving Jesus, is what's going to make you a good Chaldean. And some of us have switched that around and made that mistake. This becomes important for all of us because there is truth, not just the waves that we are facing today, anti-faith waves, all these wokisms, well, we need to be awake. We need to realize what Jesus Christ was willing to do for us, what he's doing for us right now, and how we can continue to build. So we take this honor of having a month dedicated to us, and we throw it right back to where we got it from. It's an honor to Jesus Christ. It's an honor to our faith. It's an honor that we will continue to build. It's an honor that what this is church will continue to build in you, in your families, in your future, in your children. That's the only time, and that's the only way that we can continue to really build. And it becomes important that we turn to him, say thank you, say I love you. This all happened because of you. It isn't just me working hard, it's because of what you have given me, what you've given before me, and what I want to give to those who come after me. It's because of you that we are honored. And it's because of you that we proclaim and say, blessed be the name of Jesus, both now and forever. Amen.